Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you. What he said. Good morning. Jess, I need you to go over to the website. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, Insta. Hey, Facebook. Hey, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Good morning. Thank you, Katina. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Jessica. We are troubleshooting this morning, and I'm excited. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Hmm. So grateful for who God is. I'm so grateful for how overwhelmingly amazing God is and just everything I'm watching him and seeing him do. He is so faithful. He is so awesome. He is so amazing. So good morning. Good morning. Hey, Gary Green. We haven't seen you in a minute. Good morning. Hey, Kim Yarley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It's an amazing, amazing day. I am listening. That is Warrior by Canton Jones. And I love the very first part of that verse. It says, I'm a warrior and you can't stop me. And if God is on our side and God is for us, who can be against us? We love you too. Like who can be against us? Um, super excited um, about God this morning. I'm super excited about just his presence and just seeing him and experiencing him today like never before and we're gonna pray in just a second for unity in the body of christ it's important for us to pray for that yeah yes it's important for us to pray for unity in the body of christ um that's significant for us we are now live on the website i'm sorry i'm super excited if you didn't know we are entering into season four of coffee and conversations we have, we celebrated um our third year anniversary this saturday we haven't been able to have our official celebration yet because um we are practicing social distancing and so we'll celebrate really, really soon. But I'm super, super grateful for the three years that God has given LMJ Ministries. And in every year of my life, God always lets me unfold something else or he takes me or takes the ministry to a different level. He gives us uh Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Is it Chavez? Thank you for that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that you I'm happy to see you too. And so we are kind of still in celebration mode. We went live this morning on the website. You can now catch coffee and conversations on strictly from our website. So all your friends that do not um, have YouTube that do not have don't practice any kind of social media. They can now go over to LakeishaMJohnson.com. It's on the very front page and you can see Coffee and Conversations ran every morning from the website. I'm super, super excited about that. We're working on a few more tech things. We were testing lights yesterday and that was really, really cool. I'm a tech geek. I am. And so I love technology and I love how user-friendly technology is when I taught, it is big, Tammy, when I taught courses at the university, um, I was the first in my office to offer just innovative courses for my students via online. So I love doing that. Um, part of my skill set as well is to help individuals develop course courses online. So if you're somebody who we're going to have another announcement in a couple days who wants to podcast or put coursework online or develop some things online, we would love to help you be able to create your YouTube channel, be able to create your podcast channel, show you how to use um, digital media to further um, 
further you and your purpose in the call on your life. So I'm super, super excited about that. Like I'm just super excited. All the tech, all the different things that we're using. Nisi, I need you to do what I asked you to do first. <laughs> I'm harassing Nisi. Nisi is my big sister, but I'm the elder sister right now. I need you to do, I need, you didn't send me my information. I need you to send me my information. Um, and so I am super excited just to see all God is doing and the skill set that he is giving us. So right now I am operating from three different cameras, which is really, really, really cool. And when God blesses us, we'll turn around and we'll put, there's a camera that you can get that will stream to all different things and I can control it from an iPad. So I'm super, this is like everything for me. So if you haven't, go check it off, check it out on the website. Also, one more thing, for those of you who are partners to the ministry, we dropped a link in um, the group Coffee and Conversations daily. We dropped a link in Coffee and Conversations Bible study, and I sent out a link via email, and I'm going to send it out again. We need you to update your contact information. I have something I need to send you guys. I have a special something I need to send to all my partners. If you're not even registered to be a partner, but you know you consistently give into the ministry, I need you to do me a favor and make sure you fill out the link and let us have your contact information. I need to send you something. I have something very, very special for you. And I want to get it into your hands this week. I really want to mail it out today. Now we're getting ready to pray for unity in the body of Christ. Um, unity in the body of Christ is so important. And that is something that God gave me. He also gave me a scripture done this morning. So I want to make sure that we are praying for unity in the body of Christ. We need to experience more unity in the body of Christ. Um, it's important for the body of Christ to be unified. We have one goal. We have one mission and um, we we want to experience success in that. Y'all, okay, let me, let me go ahead. I am such a geek. I'm so excited. If y'all saw how this looked in here, this is super, super dope. So now I'm going to go get the rest of my lights. Um, uh, three years ago, I began to work out and God began to give me the wisdom for this podcast thing. If you didn't know, we podcast to over 10 different stations as well. And so we are being, I love you too. <laughs> See, I love you too. We are, um, I'm just excited. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the wisdom. I thank you for the creativity and I thank you for what you've given us um, through LMJ ministry. So this is working. This is working. And I am overwhelmed right now. So um, what? Let, happy birthday. Thank you all for those of y'all that are still saying happy anniversary. We appreciate you so much in this ministry. Let's get together and pray for the unity of the body of Christ. Let me give you a scripture that God gave me this morning. I've been seeing scriptures flash in my face all morning. I've been writing them down. I'm going to spend time today studying what those scriptures mean and ask God more about what he was saying. But this is the last scripture that he gave me that um, he told me to share with you. And I love this because this is in second Corinthians and it starts at the 18th. That's the verse he gave me. And, and if you back it up a little bit, you says, it says, do you think I make my plans carelessly? You, do you think I'm like the people of the world who say yes, when they really mean no, as surely as God is faithful, our word to you does not waver. <laughs> what a word. Our word to you does not waver. My God. Our word to you does not waver between yes and no for Jesus Christ. The son of God does not waver between yes and no. He is the one whom Silas, Timothy and I preach to you. And as God's ultimate, yes, he always does what he says for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ. My God, thank you. 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 A resounding yes. And through Christ are a man, which means yes, or so be it ascends to God for his glory. It is God who enable us, enables us along with you to stand firm in Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts, right? As the first installment that guarantees everything that he has promised. 
And when I read that, when I read that, right, yes, the yes and the amen, I could hear God saying to him who is exceedingly able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask, that I can think of and more. So I am standing in faith and waiting to see God do the exceedingly abundantly above all we can think, ask and more. My God, my God, I am and I can't wait to see the power of Christ in our lives demonstrated strong. So I need you just to hold on to the yes and the amen. Hold on to the yes and amen. Don't be moved by anything you see. The promise God gave to you, the word God gave to you is yes and amen. And we can trust that in Christ Jesus. We can trust that in Christ Jesus. So do me a favor. Let's go share the video. Let's go put the video absolutely everywhere we go. We know we are studying strong the gospel. We're studying strong. Um, the armor of God right now, we're focused in on his armor and we're going to let the armor and apostle Paul keep ministering to us, keep teaching us through the Lord Jesus Christ so that we can stay steadfast and focus in his word. Yep. The promises of God are yes and amen, which means God can't say something to you and then not do it. If he gave you a promise, if he gave you a prophet prophecy if he said to you and this is your word if he called you to something then this is what he does the only thing the only time i've seen this is what i'm gonna say god say anything different is for your better <laughs> it's for your better anytime i've seen god say anything to it different is for your better so father god we thank you we thank you for your word today we thank you for the people of god today and lord god we just lift up the body of christ today and we call forth unity in jesus name we thank you Lord God, that we are one band and one sound. We thank you for grace. We thank you for peace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you, Father God, for sponsorship and that we are settled in your word and that we will not be moved by anything that we see, Lord God. We thank we we thank you that we preach your glorious resurrection in Christ Jesus and that Jesus is on the throne. We thank you, Father God. We are solid in your word and your truth and your yes and your amen. And we thank you, Father God, for the glory of God, the strength of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, our loving Father and who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for multiplying grace and peace unto us this day. We thank you for provision, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for just your word and your work and your strength and your grace and your mercy and your love and your joy and that you are the everlasting father. And we stand steadfast in that in Jesus name. Amen. My God in Jesus name. Amen. So I thank you, Lord God, for just your word today. I thank you. You've been teaching us. I thank you, Lord God, that you've been giving us instructions. Just type a comment because you're supposed to be able to comment. I thank you for teaching us in instructions. I thank you for giving us the instructions, the wisdom and the knowledge. I thank you, Father God, for your voice being louder and resounding higher and bigger than any other voice. And we don't have to sit and worry about anything. Today, we're going to talk about do not cross the line, right? Do not cross the line um, and how important it is for us to not cross that line. And it's, 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 it's from the place of having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, right? We've been, if you have not been here, if you have um, not been connected, we have been on Coffee and Conversations studying the armor of God, um, focused on the armor of God, um, learning who we are in Christ Jesus. And today we're going to learn how important it is for us to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and what it means to be shodded. And I, um, I love God and how he gives us clarity. He never leaves us in a position, um, of not having the wisdom or the knowledge for something. We just have to seek him, right? Shod is the shod is a past and 
a past participle of shoe. So when we use the word shod, we're meaning shoe. That's what it means. It means a shoe. So if we're shod, our shoes are that of peace. And so we've got to learn how to put on our shoes or our shod, our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we're going to see that these are protective shoes, right? <laughs> Uh, I haven't been listening because I caught, oh, I need you to listen anyway. I need you to still listen. Even when you cross the line, I still need you to listen, Xavier. It doesn't matter. Um, and so we're going to thank God for his experiences. We're going to learn about our feet in preparation of the gospel of peace and what it represents, right? We cannot go on effectively. We cannot fight the enemy if we don't have our uh, right equipment, right? And so a lot of us have been learning how to become equipped in the word of God. A lot of us have been learning how to understand the word of God more and how the word of God um, should become our sanctuary. Ooh, that's good. Holy spirit, how the word of God becomes our sanctuary, how the truth becomes our sanctuary, how we settle ourselves in the word of God. Um, and how we become focused in what the word says. And so when we start looking at the next part of this scripture in Ephesians 6, because remember, we are being prepared. We are getting equipped to understand that uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through the pulling down, down of strongholds. And the weapon that we have is Jesus, right? If I wanted to give you a warning or tell you something about the days to come, it would be you have Jesus, right? I don't, I don't have anything else to tell you, but you have Jesus. And so you have the, our feet are shod or we are prepared. Our shoes our feet need to be prepared with the gospel of peace. And what I mean by the preparation of the gospel of peace, these are protective type shoes, right? These are protective sandals. Um, Roman soldiers wore sand sandals and they wore sandals so that they could uh, fight effectively. And it is often noted that they wore sandals with spikes in them so that they could bear down. They could ground themselves down. They could be down and, and not easily move. So preparation is a word, meaning a prepared foundation. You've got to have a prepared foundation in who Jesus Christ is. So the gospel provides the footing for absolutely everything we do. However powerful the rest of your body is, if you are wounded in your feet, you are going to be prayed for the enemy. My God, if you are wounded in your feet, you are going to be prayed for the pray for the enemy. If your feet ain't right, if you got bad feet, you are going to be prayed for the enemy. So it's important that you are shod or that you have the proper shoes and the shoes that you're going to walk in are the shoes that you have are going to be the shoes that have the peace. They have the peace of the gospel that you understand the gospel, right? So our verses put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the signs of the devil, right? And so if we're going to sign, we're going to be able to stand against the devil, then we've got to stand firmly in our shoes and we've got to make sure our shoes have the gospel of peace, right? And the gospel of peace is that Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins and then rose from the dead. And then he ascended and to heaven. This means that if we believe Jesus Christ and ask him to forgive us of our sins, then we can live peacefully and we can live without worry. We don't have to worry because we know we are going to heaven. Now I want to help you with something here, right? We know we are going to heaven. When you can advance yourself to not be consumed in anything around you, it will change the way the enemy fights you. I, I promise you it will. I promise you it will. It will change you, change the way the enemy fights you. If you get a laissez-faire attitude that simply says, 
devil, there's nothing you can sling at me. There's nothing that you can bring at me. There is nothing that you can do to me because at the end of the day, this is not my home. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that I could have more life and have more life abundantly. If you understand what comes with gospel, what comes with the death, then you won't worry about a lot of things that happen to you in this earth. And I'm going to be honest, it takes a lot for you to train your mind. I remember when my husband was making his transition or in his last days, he said to me, he said, if my healing doesn't manifest on this side, my healing still manifests on that side. And I remember, Oh, thank you. Holy spirit. I was feeding him. I was sitting and I had cooked a major dinner. I got up, I cooked all this food. The boys had gone to church but I stayed home with him and it was the Sunday before he would leave. He would leave that Wednesday. And I remember that I was fixing food and I had a little bowl and he was sitting on the edge of the bed and I was, um, I was fixing his food. I was putting food into his mouth. And as I was feeding him and putting food into his mouth, I asked him, I said, are you scared? And he said, no, are you? And I said, no, and I wasn't, and neither was he, because I knew that the promises, I knew that the promises, and I, I, I knew that the promises of God were yes and amen. I knew that he would go be with Jesus. I knew that he would go be healed. And so there, there was no fear in him leaving me. There was no fear in him leaving. He was not afraid because he also had insur assurance in the fact that God would take care of his family. And he kept saying that as he was making his transition, he kept saying, just like God said, and I know that when he left, he left with insurance that we were in the best hands possible, that we were in God's hands. And so the gospel of peace is that Jesus came and he died on the cross for our sins. And then he rose from dead and he ascended in heaven. This means that if we believe in Jesus Christ and ask him, then we can begin to live a peaceful life without worry. Worry is an assignment of the enemy. And so you've got to get your feet. You've got to have your shoes on that are the gospel of peace that understands and knows what Jesus did for you. What was the death? What was the resurrection? And what was the ascension of the cross? The only time we spend time and worrying is because we don't know what happens to us or happened with us when Jesus died. And so you can't, you can't afford to have bad feet. You can't afford to have bad feet, meaning you have to decide which way you're going to go. You cannot serve two gods. Matthew 6 and 24 says no one can serve two masters. Even you, either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot be in two places at one time. You cannot have faith on one side and you cannot have fear on the other. If you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if you make a decision that God is it for you, then you've got to stand in what God is saying to you. You got to stand in promises and you got to stand in truth. And when worry tries to keep in, creep in and worry will try to creep in. Worry will try to uh, overwhelm you. Worry will try to consume you. Worry will try to make you think that what's happening um, to you is the final end part of your story. And because Jesus died for you, it's not the final end part of your story. He came and took back everything, every little disease. It's funny. Xavier, you said something very powerful. He says you can't flip flop. And he's right. And can I tell you something? Flip-flops are the least protective shoes. My God, I'm not being funny. Like flip-flops are the least protective shoes. Flip-flops are the worst shoes in the world. They are not good for your feet. They are only made for beach wear. I don't know why we started wearing flip-flops as shoes. Flip-flops are not shoes. They are the worst shoes for your feet. They are not good if you have feet issues. And, and, and it's funny because so many of us have gotten lazy in this day. And because we have gotten lazy in this day, the result is we'll throw a flip-flop on instead of a pair of shoes and they're not even a shoe that can protect your feet 
or that are good for your feet, right? And so you can't afford to have bad feet. I'm very protective. I had surgery on both my feet. I'm very protective about what I wear on my feet. I do not own a pair of feet of flip flops. I only wear them if I'm going to the beach. And then, then it's a specific kind of flip flop because there is no protection. They're not good. They're not safe. They're not healthy for your feet, but they're cheap. Come on now. They're cheap and they're common and, and they're easy and they require no work. And, and we'll wear them instead of put on a sandal, right? Sandals are not very protective, but a sandal with the right arch support and everything else. And so you're going to have to make a decision. You can't be in play two places in one time because this is what the enemy does to you. Anytime you straddle the line, anytime you're divided, anytime you're on one side of the fence and the other, then you're going to become double-minded and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The phrase double-minded is a Greek word, which means to hold two different opinions, right? You hold two different opinions on one side of you. You're like, if God is for me, who can be against me? And then on the second side of you, when they bring you, somebody brings you bad information, or if it looks like your business didn't do well this week, um, then worry sets in and worry is the culprit here. Worry begins to set in so that you can forget what the gospel did for you, right? Unstable. If you are unstable, if you are that, I gave you that that's James one and eight. If you are unstable, then it means you're going to be inconsistent. If you are unstable, you're going to be inconsistent. You're going to be inconsistent in what you do. You're going to be inconsistent in what you believe. You're not going to stand truth in what the gospel says about you. When you, when you are inconsistent, then you will begin to straddle the line. You will begin to serve two masters. You can't serve faith and fear at the same time. And so you got to give a revelation of what the gospel of peace of what Jesus dying on the cross did for you, right? You got to become, um, you got to become anchored and you got to become steadfast. Isaiah 52 and seven says how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings that publish peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigns. And when Jesus Christ came to us, it said to us that God, thy God reigns. So the eye of prep, the idea of preparation is that I am so solid in who Jesus is, my God. Like I become so solid in who, who Jesus is. And so when the enemy comes in like a flood and he's trying to tell me something outside of Jesus's truth, then the word has to become in the standard and I have to stay in peace. Now I'm going to be honest with you, honest with you. Most of us have been raised in homes that have taught us to worry. <laughs> Most of us have tapped into a society that has taught us to worry. We have been bombarded with so many thoughts. We don't know which thoughts are our own. And because we don't know which thoughts are our own, we don't remain steadfast in the truth. So anything, anytime something new hits the scene, anytime something new hits the scene, then we become alarmed. We become overwhelmed. We become consumed um, when at the end of the day, we need to trust Jesus. Instability in your conduct is a consequence that you won't make up your mind. <laughs> Instability in your conduct is a consequence that you will not make up your mind. You won't make up your mind that Jesus is who Jesus is. You won't make up your mind that he was bruised for your iniquities, chastised for your peace, and by his stripes you are healed. You won't make up your mind that this is not your home. You won't make up your mind that you are a spiritual being. You won't make up your mind that Jesus is everything. You won't make up your mind about the truth in his death. And so if I don't make up my mind about the death and the resurrection, right? And the, and who Jesus is, then what we turn around and do is 
Anytime the enemy feels like it, he's going to flood you with worry because he knows whether or not you really trust that Jesus is Jesus. He knows whether or not you know you're the righteousness. He knows whether or not you know God chose you. He knows whether or not you understand that when Jesus died, that you were adopted. He knows whether or not that you understand when Jesus died, whether you're accepted. He knows whether or not you know whether or not you're redeemed. He knows whether or not you are forgiven, right? <laughs> He knows whether or not you are forgiven. He knows whether or not you know you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and you can ask the Holy Spirit anything because the, the Holy Spirit was sent to comfort you. The Holy Spirit was sent to teach you. The Holy Spirit was sent to be an advocate for you. He knows that he's watching you. He knows whether or not you understand you are the apple of your daddy's eye. He knows what you understand. And so he knows whether you know whether or not the promises of God are yes and amen. And so if I'm going to put on the gospel of, or I'm going to shod my feet with peace, then I'm going to rest in the fact that I know that I know that I know that I know who Jesus is, that I know who Jesus is. And I'm not going to be moved by my circumstances. I'm not going to move my, my situation and I'm not going to straddle the line. I'm not going to one day I'm going to act like Christ and I'm going to act like kingdom. And then the next day because worry has set in I'm not going to act like Christ and I'm not going to act like kingdom no I'm going to trust that when Jesus came he sealed and he did it all and that has to be my rest and that has to be my trust and I have to live in constant readiness and flexibility and how I live in constant readiness as a flexibility is that I trust what the word says about me more than anybody else and that's going to give me peace so when worry and anxiety set in and I was dealing with something last night had nothing to do with this stuff. I had, I was dealing with something last night and I was just like, I will, I will have your peace on this guy. I will stand steadfast in your peace in this. I trust you. I know that your hands are protection. I know what you said to me. And I just started speaking the word of God over the circumstance and over the situation because I understand the power of the blood. I understand the resurrecting power. I understand it's redemptive power. And I'm like, no, I'm going to trust the blood. I'm going to trust what the blood did for me. I'm going to go over to Isaiah 53 and five, and I'm going to study the blood and I'm going to understand that it never, I feel like my grandmother, that the blood never loses its power. Isaiah 53 and five, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep in silent before the shears. He did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in men's stream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and never deceived anyone. He was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave, but it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. It, that is it. <laughs> like that is it. So your feet as we put on our armor, we learned about our, we learned about our belt, right? Our belt is the truth that holds this all together. The truth of what God says about us, the breastplate of righteousness guards our heart and our other organs. And we've learned that in order to understand our righteousness, right? We got to know what the truth, what the word of God says. Now, here we are again. Remember truth holds it all up. Let's put the gospel of peace. Let the peace of God overwhelm and consume us and have feet that our feet 
If our feet don't straddle the line, if we don't remind, if we don't position ourselves and we're not double minded, then we can stay in rest. The only time that you become out of rest or that peace is not working for you is when you are double minded, when you are trying to serve two masters, when you're letting faith and fear rule you, you cannot be loyal to one and loyal to the other. So you got to know, you know what, what it said, Jesus Christ died for me is the ultimate truth. And I cannot, when I straddle the line, I'm second guessing whether or not the word is the word. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm second guessing whether or not the word is the word and the word is the word and the word is the word. So don't straddle your mind. Don't straddle the line. Make up your mind that the gospel of peace is here. And this is so easy. All you got to do is accept Jesus Christ as Lord, as savior. Acknowledge that you're a sinner. Acknowledge that you're in need of Jesus, right? And that you need him to help you with your sins. And then the second, you got to believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins. Ain't no halfway Christians. I say this all the time. There's no halfway Christians. You either make a decision to be a Christian or not. Like you can't be halfway. You're missing out on the benefits that come with who you are in Christ Jesus. You're missing out on it when you don't understand who Jesus is according to this gospel or your shod, your feet in the gospel of peace. And then you're going to confess your sins to Jesus and ask him to come into your heart and forgive you of your sins. And if you haven't done this, go ahead to do this. If we say we love like Jesus, if we say we love Jesus, then we need to start acting like Jesus. We need to walk the walk, right? And we need to understand what he says. So we got to put on the shoes of the gospel of peace to help us to remember to walk like Jesus, right? And we're not going to straddle the line. We're going to become sold out to who Jesus is, to what Jesus did, and to the call on our life. And can I tell you something? There's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. Well, when you stay within the parameters and the boundaries of who Jesus is, and we're going to mess up, and we're going to do some stupid stuff, but you're going to repent. That's the beauty of who Jesus is. You get to repent. You get to get back up. You get to start this thing all over again. But when we begin to walk the walk, then the enemy cannot advance and use whatever we've done against us. We cannot, he cannot. And that's one of the things that the enemy loves to do. He loves to use our fallen nature against us so that we won't walk in who we are in Christ Jesus. So then when we sin or we mess up and because we don't understand that we can repent and God's wrath won't be upon us, we'll start dooming our own selves to death or we'll start thinking that God doesn't, isn't going to honor his promises. And God is saying to us, even when you're not perfect, the promises of God are yes and amen. I think the scripture is in Deuteronomy seven or eight. He said to the children of Israel, he said, I'm going to do this because this is my will for your life. I'm not getting ready to do this because you were perfect or because you did so good or you were so just or right. I'm getting ready to do this because this is my will for your life. So whatever God's will is for your life, the promises of God are yes and amen. But you're going to have to put the gospel of peace on your feet. You're going to have to understand who Jesus is. You're going to have to say, we love, when I say I love Jesus, I'm going to have to act like Jesus. I'm going to have to walk the walk and the shoes of the gospel of peace. Help us remember to follow Jesus. When we are following Jesus, when we are doing what us, what he wants us to do, we can't follow Satan and we can't do what Satan wants us to do. We can't fall into weariness. We can't fall into worry. We can't fall into the trap when we're following Jesus, when we understand what Jesus said, which goes back to what we talk about all the time. We got to spend more time in our word. We don't spend enough time in our word. We don't spend enough time in the truth. Remember what I gave you that was really, really powerful about being double-minded. A double-minded man or woman is unstable in all her ways. Double-minded is a Greek word, which means to hold two different opinions on the same issue. Either Jesus is or he isn't. <laughs> he is or he isn't. So if you're not sure if he's only Jesus to you in some circumstances and not Jesus to you in other circumstances, then you're unstable. You're straddling the line. And when you're unstable, 
table and you straddle the line, the enemy can come in the end like a flood and he can knock you off your feet. You're unbalanced, right? And once you're unbalanced, he watches for you to be unbalanced. And how does he watch? He looks for the words that come out your mouth. He looks to see if you're going to honor and obey God. He looks to see if you're going to follow God through and through. He looks for all that. He's looking for every place that you stand on the line. And you can't make a decision because he knows you can't walk a straddle line. He knows there's no balance when you're trying to walk a straddle line. So if he knows if you're not trusting God with all your heart, that you're leaning into your own understanding, right? If you're leaning, then you're going to fall in whatever direction. My apostle taught this long ago. You're going to fall into whatever direction that you're leaning towards. So if you're not leaning or walking on the side that's with Jesus, then you're most likely to fall into trap, to fall into snares, to be caught up in stuff that you don't even want to be caught up in because you don't trust the, you don't trust the foundation of who Christ is. The word unstable means you are inconsistent and you have inconsistent ways. And if you are instable, the instability in your conduct is a consequence of your double mindedness. When you find yourself in unstable, it's because you've been double minded. It's because one time I trust, I choose to trust the gospel. It's time, it's time, it's because another time I make a decision that I'm gonna trust myself. I'm gonna trust the gospel. I'm gonna trust myself. I'm gonna trust the gospel. I'm gonna trust myself. Even if we got a weak spot, Xavier, this is the powerful thing that I like: is we can become strong in Him if we don't try to be strong on our own. You can become so strong in him. If you don't be, try to become, if you submitted to Jesus, if you understand the blood, if you understand your righteousness, he was met, he took on sin so that you didn't have to continue to walk in sin. But most of us don't know how to rest in that. Most of us don't know how to trust that. Most of us don't know how to be focused in on that because Sin seems to consume us and we don't understand that our righteousness dealt with sin. And if we really understood that our righteousness dealt with sin, then we would approach our sinful nature and we would become more Christ conscious or righteousness conscious than we would be sin conscious. I hope that helps you today to understand being shod or having on the shoes of the gospel of peace. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. You need to know that you need to know the benefits that came with that. You need to understand that you need to understand that you are right. You are adopted. You are accepted. You're redeemed. You're forgiven that you're in Christ Jesus, that you're sealed with the Holy spirit, that you're the apple of God's eye. Don't straddle the fence on that, that he is healer, that he is your redeemer, that he is your provider. You need to know how much God loves you through Christ Jesus. So the enemy, will not keep using against you your instability or your instability, unstable, being unstable. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for your inconsistency because he knows if you're straddled the line, he's going to come and knock you off your feet. He's going to give you something. You're going to be in an uproar. You're going to be upset. You're going to be overwhelmed. He knows where you trust God and where you don't. He knows that he knows where you trust God and where you don't trust God. And he's looking for that and he's watching for that. Well, your shoes of the gospel of peace are part of your armor. It's part of your armor. So he's looking to see if you have that armor on. Are they in the truth that the gospel of Jesus Christ is their peace? My God. Are they in that? Do they have that part of the armor on or are they walking? Are their feet straddled and are they walking on both sides of the line? We got to focus more on walking on walking like Jesus and how we begin to walk more like Jesus is we put on the armor, right? And how do we put on our armor so that we can resist the wiles of the devil? We got to spend more time in his word. We got to bathe ourselves in the word. We got to know what the word says. We got to keep building our relationship with him. Remember, small bites still equal a meal. I'm just telling you that small bites still equal milk. So don't straddle the line. Make up your mind about who Jesus is and where you feel overwhelmed or consumed and your faith hasn't been that strong. Ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, 
Help me to become strong in the word of God. Help me to rest in the fact that Jesus is my truth. Help me to rest in the fact when the when the enemy knows that you can't move you. And I've told people this before. I ain't studying the devil. I'm going to heaven anyway. And I know that if something happened to me, God is going to take care of everything that I left behind. I'm sorry. That's my stance. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about God. That's how I feel about Jesus. I'm not getting ready to sit around here and be worried about stuff and things and people and materialism and all of this other stuff because I trust Jesus to be Jesus in my life. And if God is for me, who can be against me? But if I, if the enemy knows I'm unstable, then he'll have me caught up in all these other things. He'll have me caught up in all these other things. That's why you got to eat the word of God, that you got to know what the word of God says. You got to stand steadfast in it. You got to spend more time in your word than you do in social media. I need, I need, I need to tell y'all that I need to tell y'all that y'all need to pull away from social media. Some of y'all been on social media too much and it's damaging you and it's keeping you, um, in a mindset of worry, of fear and repeated cycles. But because I don't, I don't, I, it's, 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 I'm gravitated towards it. It's satisfying something in me. Um, I don't want to step away from it. You should only be on it a few times a day. Don't get consumed in what's going on in social media because it takes you out of the place of Jesus. So every time you feel like you picking up the phone to go to social media, turn to a scripture, put the Bible app on your phone. That's what's going to help you overcome. One of the things that I always say, thou shall have no other God before me. I shall have no other God before God, right? I never shall have another God before God. And so that's what helps me pull myself back from being consumed. And if fear and worry, right? And doubt are already what you struggle with, then social media ain't your best friend. Cause it's going to pull you out of the reality of what truth is. You need to use it in spurts and doses. You need to become strong in your, and some of y'all are going to say, well, that's how I get my word. Anybody that you're following on social media, you can follow on YouTube. You can go to their website. You can download their app. We have an app. You can download our app. Anybody that you're following on social media, you can connect to them in so many other ways. You don't have to spend all this time on social media, actually spending as much time that you spend on social media. If it's consuming you, it's actually a sign of loneliness and a lack of fulfillment. That's what it is. It's a sign of loneliness and a lack of fulfillment. So let me pray for you. Let me pray that you get your feet rooted, shod in the gospel of peace. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you, Lord God, that Jesus becomes our only truth, Lord God, and that we know what happened when Jesus Christ went to the cross and when he got up from the grave and that is what we rest in and that is what we trust in and that is what we build our principles in father god forgive us for our instability forgive us for our double-minded lord god forgive us for serving two gods fear and faith lord god now holy spirit help us to trust god help us to trust in the gospel of jesus help us to know that we know that we know that we know we break every assignment we lose every barrier that has been trying to stand in our way or that has been keeping us from walking two lines or being on both sides of the fence. We will walk way. We will walk only one way. We will walk the way of Christ. Lord God, we will love you with all our heart and all our might and all our spirit and all our soul. We set our affection on you this morning, Lord. We set our eyes towards you this morning, Lord, so that you can reveal the wet veil. We honor you this morning, Lord. We trust you this morning, Lord. We rest in you this morning, Lord, Father God, and we repent for places we haven't trust you, where we've been worried, where we've been anxious, where we have not sought out your word and looked to the hills which cometh our help, for our help comes from you, Lord God, and we will stand steadfast fast in that. Father God, give them eyes to see and ears to hear you, Lord God. Let them no longer straddle the fence or straddle the line, Lord God. Make today the day is the decision that they choose you first, that they seek ye the kingdom of 
heaven first, Lord God, that they follow after you after all and with all their heart, Lord God, all their soul and all their might, Lord God, let them trust you like never before. We thank you, Lord God, and abandon every fear, every worry, and every doubt at the cross. Oof. And we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your love, your care, your thoughtfulness towards us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We bind our mind to the mind of Christ and we bind our will to the will of God and we anchor ourselves in you, Lord God. Jesus, we trust you. Jesus, we trust you. Jesus, we love you. Love for you, Lord. We long and thirst after you. We're like a deer panting at the waters. We're thirsting for you. We're hungering for righteousness, Lord God. Now, Father God, we set it all right today. We make a decision, Lord God, that we're going to anchor ourselves in you, that we're going to trust more in you, that we're going to become anchored in your word. I thank you. Creativity is coming to your people today. I thank you, Lord God, that they are abound and based in your truth and nothing less. I feel Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. And no coronavirus or nothing else can stand against us. If God is for us, what can be against us? So we thank you for your resurrecting power. We thank you for your blood. We thank you. We are blood washed and blood bought. We seal this day in the blood of Jesus. We seal our mind in the blood of Jesus. We seal our body in the blood of Jesus. We cast off every spirit, spirit of fear, anxiety, and worry and doubt back to the pits of hell from which it came. And we thank you for your redempting, resurrecting power and re receive your word today, Lord God, that the promises of God are yes and amen. And we receive that that came through Christ Jesus in his resurrecting power. He took back the keys to the gates of hell, Lord God. He bought us. You bought us with a price. You purchased us. We are redeemed. We are strengthened. We are full of grace and we are set free. Holy Spirit minister to us. We receive you, Holy Spirit, today in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. My God, I thank you. 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 With long life will I satisfy you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we hunger and thirst for your word and we hunger and thirst for righteousness. I'm just so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for this time with you, Lord God. I will, we will rest in your word. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. I'm so grateful and just thankful that you are becoming more hungry and more thirsty for the things of God and that you fill your cup up with the things of God and not the things of this world. Be anchored in the word where don't straddle the line. Make up your mind about Jesus. Make up your mind about the I am and serve him. And when you fall off and you will, right? It says a just man falls seven times. Get your butt back up, get in your word and trust that the word of God is active. It is active. It is living. It is changing your life. It is bringing you out of darkness. It is bringing you into the marvelous light, but you got to have your feet shod. You got to have your feet. You got to have your feet with the gospel of peace. Now do me a favor, log on to the website, get connected, share with your friends. The fact that we are now live on the website for your friends that are not social media, ask them to be subscribed and consider becoming a monthly partner with LMJ ministries so that we can continue to get the gospel throughout the world. We're not going to stop preaching until the end of time. You're not going to stop preaching into the end of time. You got to make a decision that you're not going to stop preaching that we, we made the decision. We're not going to stop preaching. We're going to put the gospel everywhere. We're going to service our homeless brothers and sisters. We're going to lay hands on the sick. We're going to go into every country, every city, every state, every nation and world. And we hope that you'll help us with this by partnering with us. We are seeing lives change through this ministry. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let, let the, let someone experience the love of God through you. Why? Because that's kingdom baby. Hey, don't forget for those of you who are late turning on, please fill out the link and give us your updated information. We want to send something very special to out to our partners via mail this week. Um, and we don't want you to miss this. So for all of you who partner with the ministry, 
please go fill out your information so we can mail something out to you today. I love you so much, but more than anything, God loves you. Trust God before you trust anything else. Lean not into your own understanding, lean into what the word says before you lean into anything else. And then you won't be double-minded and unstable. I'll see you back here in the morning. We're still learning how to put on our armor so we can get a fight against the wiles of the devil. And we're going to become stronger in this. We're going to grow in grace and we're going to continue to grow as a family. I'll see y'all in the morning at 5 a.m. Share the video. Invite someone in. Let's get the gospel absolutely everywhere. Uh, I love y'all. I'm so excited at what God is doing. I promise I am. There's some other things coming down the pipe that I want you to become a part of and you're going to have. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.